Hi everyone, you're very welcome to this week's podcast. This is Rosemary Jacques-Lizzy from Digital Content Manager. This week I speak with Sharon King from Silver Birch Coaching. She is an accredited career coach with valuable advice for changing your career. Take a moment, listen and enjoy the podcast. Hello Sharon, you're very welcome to this week's podcast. Can you firstly tell me what inspired you to start your business and what you do and who you help? Okay, so um, hi Rosemary. I'm, uh, so I'm Sharon King and my business is Silver Birch Coaching is the name of the business. I'm a career coach. So um, who do I help? Or should I start with what I do? <laughs> Sorry, you asked me so many questions. I don't know which one to answer first. Um, so I'll start off with why I set up Silver Birch Coaching. So previously to my business, I used to work for like many, many different organisations as a career coach. And um, one of the things that I noticed was that in the beginning of my career, working with those organisations, obviously I learned a lot, you know, I developed my skills, but I needed to work within their remit, within their kind of, you know, procedures and processes. And I felt that those were not very person-centred and it didn't allow me to be creative with my clients. It didn't allow me to have autonomy and create my own content. So that's what kind of sparked the idea that I should, you know, set up my own business as a career coach. Um, and secondly, on a personal level, I wanted to create my own business because I wanted to be have I wanted to have more flexibility in my working life. I wanted to be able to work, you know, be more location independent, not have to be in a particular place or you know organization to do that. And also, I wanted to to uh, create my own content too, so that I could, you know, be much more creative with my clients. And I felt that the way I was working previously was doing them a disservice, really. So that's why. Very good and very interesting. Now, obviously a career coach is a service. And it matters, like even just for example, you're hiring an accountant. Having the right accountant that's the right fit for you makes a big difference. So if, say, you want to change your career and you approach some career coach, how do you know how to pick someone who is actually a right fit for you that will be able to help you make the changes well i think firstly um i would suggest looking for somebody that has an accreditation okay so somebody that has gone through that process through like a formal body like the uh the association for coaching or the entc or the icf so then you're guaranteed that that person has gone through rigorous training and also abides by certain ethics and principles when working with clients. I think that's really key because lots of people can call themselves coaches now, but they don't have um, necessarily that accreditation. Secondly, I think it's important that you have a consultation with that coach to see if you are the right fit. So both of you are working to find out whether or not you can work together. Um, and I would definitely say that that feeling that you get when you first meet that person can be a good indicator whether or not you have that rapport. Because as you said, Rosemary, like it's a, a very personal service. So 
you know, you're going to be working with somebody very closely. So you need to feel comfortable with them and you need to know that you can trust them, that they've got, you know, your best interests at heart and they're not just after making money from you. I think that's really key. Um, thirdly, I think think about where you are in your career. So if you are like, so where I specialize in midlife career coaching, so I'm looking at people who want to change or develop certain or different skills in order to move somewhere else. So make sure that the career coach that you're looking to work with has a specialism that is suiting where you are in your career journey. So what would your recommendations be for career changer or change or the ones that really strike you? That is very, very important. You mean what what somebody is should there be? any specific before you make it like one will come to my mind is confidence. Because if you want to make a change, you need confidence. And if you want to go and do something else, you might say, I have no skills to do something where you actually could have developed a lot of skills that are transferable. But you might be afraid to make a career change due to lack of confidence. That would be, now I'm not a career coach, but <laughs> how often in life, someone might not do something because it could be lack of confidence or is there any way you could actually make baby steps to practice to help you before you make a career change for example well i think the first thing is to really pay attention to how you're feeling in your current role so if there is so, so what i'm trying to say rosemary is that if the the feelings of dissatisfaction and let's say low mood is growing, then I think that's kind of an indication of where you, you know, what's more, what's more important at that stage in your life. If that's outweighing, um, you know, the fear, then that's going to help you to make the change. So it's about really kind of, and I know, I know a lot of people when they think about making a career change, fear can obviously, uh, you know, stop them in their tracks. But I would suggest that firstly, look at some resources online. I've got some resources on my website, okay, about how to firstly look at what you might do. So I think it's like starting with an inventory of where you are in your life. So looking at what kind of skills that you've acquired up to now, looking at what your career drivers are now. And there's lots and lots of resources, as I say, online on my website that can help you to start to start that process. But I think the fear thing is an interesting concept because fear is always with us whenever we're going to do something new. But fear doesn't always mean it's the wrong thing. Fear can actually point you in the right direction in terms that it's telling you that, you know, you are growing, you are changing something that needs to be changed. So I think fear is not, 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 not something to be feared of having that feeling. It's something that's actually indicating something else that needs to be addressed in your life. So having a career coach is, is great in that way because the career coach is there to hold you steady and firm when you are feeling that you can't do this or, you know, you lack the confidence. I think one of the things about uh, career coaching, which is different from other helping relationships, is that it's helping you to identify what your barriers are in your own mind. And it's helping you to, you know, yeah. unpick those. and actually kind of see if there's any truth in what you actually think is true and that's what's holding you back and sometimes we, we get in our own way we think we can't do something and as a coach 
my role would be to challenge those self-beliefs. It's very relevant because to give you an example of something that has happened to me frequently, we know COVID-19 happened <laughs> and that affected people's careers and it affected skill sets and skill sets needed in the workforce. But for example, someone that I've done some work for and before COVID, their business was doing presentations, speaking offline. And then all of a sudden, they had to go and do all of this online. And they had a conversation that I don't know how to do it online. They, they knew the content, they knew the subject, but it was having the confidence to learn how to share those skills in a different format. And like as I said, it's baby steps. We'll, you know, we'll take one step at a time but I know you can do it and I know you've been confident. It's just, you have to do things in a slightly different format. And during COVID, there have been so many people, have, it's made people think about their careers and people have been working from home. Some people have said, God, I really like this. Some people have said they don't like it. So it has, I can imagine, made people want to come to you to get help also again what skills are transferable would you have any recommendations that of if say people are thinking to start a, a career change are there any particular skills that maybe people could do some training on before or skills people need to think on that could be transferable to another career offline or online yeah uh, that's a good question, Rosemary, and I think um, just I just wanted to touch on what you said there about the COVID situation. What I noticed was that pre-COVID, a lot of the career coaching conversations that I had was more about how can I earn more money or how can I get more recognition and status at work? And then it moved from that to during COVID more about, well, you know what, I actually realised this job is making me really, really miserable. I want more meaning and passion in what I do. I want to have, you know, give something back to society. So that was kind of an interesting shift. Um, so in terms of like developing skills, I think that there are like, um, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Rosemary McKinsey and company. They're like yeah. a kind of research um, organization. They have done research uh, recently. I think it was July this year, actually, around the four top skills that employers are looking for. But before I touch on those, I think it's important, firstly, that clients or people who are thinking about making career change is to start with you first, because it's all very well looking at, OK, McKinsey and company have said I need X, Y, Z. But if you're not sure about like what drives you now, then you could find yourself in a similar position a year or two years down the line. So I think I start my, my career change program is actually looking at who you are first. Um, and then looking at what transferable skills you have and see if that's possible, if they will transfer over to new skills that are acquired, you know, required from uh, other companies. But let's say you, you know, uh, you're thinking about a career change. I think the first thing that um, McKinsey and company have touched on is looking at data analytics. So that's like being able to interpret data is a skill that is being quite you know, uh, sought after. 
that's because most of the jobs now are being more automated. Yeah, so we need to be able to interpret data from the automation that's happened. Um, secondly, like how good are your problem solving skills? How can you demonstrate that you're innovative and that you're creative in your thinking and your approach to certain situations? Um, and I think for most of us, Rosemary, as the older that we are, we have more examples of that than, say, someone who's only like left university or whatever. Um, and thirdly, like how to how can you demonstrate that you can grow a client base remotely? So how do you build and nurture relationships remotely? I think that's really key. And also demonstrating how you can support a team remotely. I think that's been much, much harder for people, you know, over COVID than before. So it's learning new skills around that. I think also looking at resilience and adaptability. So, you know, I think employers are looking for people who can, you know, learn from this last year. So what have you learned about yourself this last year? What, what skills in terms of your self-knowledge or awareness, self-reliance as well? Because if you are going to be, if more of us are going to be working remotely, employer wants to know that, you know, you can manage your time, you have boundaries, which all link into this self-reliance. Um, so as you can see there, I think, Rosemary, a lot of those skills, probably the, the, the number one that I kind of mentioned in the beginning was data analytics, is something that maybe some of us might need to retrain on. And a lot of us do need that training. But the other skills are more softer. And I think that's where a career coach comes in. It will help you to identify how your skills now tra can translate, help you to remember experiences that you had that translate to that skill that I've just mentioned. It makes help? a lot of sense. And another one I noticed is communication, especially working remotely. Because people, you could be asking someone to do something and they pick it up on their mobile phone and they could scan it. And what I, I'm always very conscious when you're sending a message to format and make things easy to read. Because when people are busy, they can misunderstand something. And we cannot always guess what is in someone's mindset. And they might in a remote setting, and I've come across these experiences, is in a remote setting, people might not be as comfortable saying, oh, I don't understand something where person to person somebody can explain and if someone doesn't say well, I don't understand instructions what happens work doesn't get done and if work doesn't get done that affects businesses and bottom line so they're very very critical skills as well I would say is <laughs> my yeah. little and yeah. um, Rosemary, but I think you're right there, and I think, but that's I suppose which is which links into this this um, the skill of being able to you know create and grow relationships with your team. Yeah. You know? So if you're able to connect remotely and you have a like some plan to motivate, engage your team. So you might also have Rosemary like a situation where you've got hybrid working. So you yeah. have some of your team, you know, working office, some of them working remotely. So how do you get them to work as a team and get to know each other and trust each other to get the job done? So I think this is where those softer skills, leadership skills are really important. And I think that's moving forward. Uh, it's what um, more employers will be looking for from potential candidates. 
make sense. Now, another two areas that cross my mind is obviously we all want to try, we all want to do well, but also it's coming more and more at the core of our well-being when we are enjoying work, you've had your successful career change after the advice for Sharon. And any that those sides of things are done well as well. So what would your final final advice be for um, making that final career change? Or it doesn't need to be a final one. Um, well, I think if you're sitting there listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, I'm not sure whether I could or I should make a career change. Um, I think that life is too short to be unhappy at work and sitting there in quiet desperation day in, day out, wishing away the hours. Um, I think that taking an inventory of where you are now, sitting down with however you want to do it, you want to want to do it, use some like fancy application online or you want to write down, you know, a list of, of what skills that you've required to start that process. Um, I think is the best thing that you can do at the, if you just want to take one first step. If you want to then, you know, actually go through my career change program, then please do get in contact with me and I can send you some free resources and we could have a free consultation as well uh, to discuss where you are in that process. I think also that if you are listening to this podcast, you'll know where you are in terms of taking that leap of faith or not you know yes. if, if you, you know what I mean Rosemary if you're feeling like you know what I just cannot do this anymore or I know I'm worth more or I have more to offer but I don't know what that is a career coach would be your go-to to try and help you to make sense and get out of all that confusion and uh, you know bring you more to clarity so that you can what I've noticed as well uh, Rosemary is that people like I've been there myself, you know, I've had two career changes up to now um, and I've had a career coach help me with both of those. Even though I'm a career coach myself, it's really important that you have someone else who's external to you to help you. Um, but there's nothing worse than not liking who you are because of what you're doing at work. It has such an impact. So it's wonderful to see someone move from like, I don't, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even like who I am anymore. I don't even know if I can do this anymore to someone who's actually, you know, reconnected with their sense of purpose and their sense of self is, is, is you know, invaluable, really. Yes. No, I agree with you. You've made very, very valid and very great points there. And thank you very much, Sharon. So um, what I will do, Sharon, is I will actually write a blog post. I will put this podcast onto the blog post. And I, I can't thank you enough because especially with COVID-19, so many people are thinking of a career change, need advice and being able to approach you. And also, even if it's to help with confidence, direction and clarity to be able to take those steps for a career change. And thank you very much again, Sharon. Thank you. Thank you, Rosemary. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Bye. You're more than welcome. I really enjoyed it. Many thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Rosemary O'Shaughnessy, Digital Content Manager. I work for professionals, freelancers, wellness providers, health, designing WordPress websites, 
creating digital content and training on Zoom. Many thanks for listening to this podcast. I look forward to you listening again.